Okay, welcome to episode <laughs> 62 of Across the Pond, and... Um, Seven from Nice. I am regretting doing an in-person episode already, as Sixten just tried to tickle me. Uh, but Don't six, tickle me back, But now, it is uh, just our second in-person podcast episode in more than a year. We did one at Saab Arena back in, I want to say June or maybe May? I want to say April. Yeah, it was a while ago. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> it is. But, um, yeah, we actually just finished... Um, uh, game day number one of the SHL season. I was doing highlights. You were doing some live reporting, uh, so watching some games, and we figured we'd uh, just kind of do a quick recap of the action for the day. And there was actually quite quite a lot of good games today. I, I'd argue all the games today were were good. We had yeah. some upsets. We had a lot of tight games, but also a lot of goals scored. So uh, obviously, we'll start with um, the afternoon games. Um, and I guess the biggest surprise from the afternoon was Brinus. Yes, upsetting for sure. Frolunda after Frolunda goes up two no, two to nothing in the first frame. Brinas comes back to win it four to two. Yeah, you gotta give props here to to Brinas. I, I I was I was working the late games, but I got into the office early, so I, I caught the first uh, fifty minutes or so of the game. And um, Brinas were up. I'm sorry, Frolunda were up two nothing after after the first period, and I think they outshot Brinas. No, sorry, that's the complete game. So they were they were only out shooting them ten to six. Uh, Honestly, that that didn't quite reflect the 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 play on the ice. Ferlunda were uh, two sizes bigger than than Brinus initially. But props to Veni Vevelainen. I'm gonna have trouble in pronouncing that name. Yeah, that's definitely one of the new names that we're gonna have to learn this season. Yes, um, because I mean he was really really good throughout the entire game. Um, Brinus, the coach Miko Banner, uh, who I actually talked to the other day. Hmm. Uh, he said in the in the inter, uh, intermission uh, interview that he didn't want to change that much. Just you know, not get ahead of ourselves. Try to focus. He, basically a lot of cliches, but it worked. I mean, they played cool, calm, and collected. And uh, I think they scored twice in a matter of like a minute or something to first tie it up and then go, go uh, get the go ahead goal. Yeah, you're not even yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, it was they were up two one after the first period. Sorry, not two nothing. So they scored three times in the in the in the second period, and they scored uh, the tying goal at eight thirty six, and then they went the go ahead goal in, at nine twenty five there. So, um, props to Brinas. They are off to a flyer after the poor season they had last season, and uh, this is the perfect start for Miko Manor and his team. I think we we're not gonna get too bogged down in each and every game because we have both have I guess uh, something to to talk about, but. Um, Props to, like I said, the, the whole entire Brinus team and also Vinivere Leinen. Um, I just want to say that Ryan Lash was back. Yeah. I mean, and that was probably one of the bigger stories from yes. the game off the ice was the return of Ryan Lash, who, of course, played for uh, uh, the Pelicans, I believe, in uh, the finish uh, last year. Something or other. He played um, in Switzerland as well. But, my God, that man can still move. And, man, he did. He, 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 he looked... He looked like he's 25 year old. He's not. What do we say? 57? No, 30, 33 or <laughs> 34, 34 or something. Yeah. And he looked like 25. And if he can keep that up next during the season, he'll he'll be 
really dangerous, and Ferlund obviously will bounce back from this uh, poor loss. Yeah, but it's a big, obviously a, a big boost for Brinus to start the season with such a huge win against a team like Ferlunda. Um, you were talking about uh, shots on goal. I mean, shots on goal finished fairly evenly, 25-22 to 22 in favor of Ferlunda. However, the second period, it was all Brinus. They had 13 shots on goal compared to Ferlunda's six. It was also when they took control of the game. Um, there was no goals in the third period. And I find it kind of interesting because they had so many goals in the second, or so many shots in the second, but only managed three in the third compared to Ferlunda's nine. So it was kind of a tale of different periods. Ferlunda definitely, I would argue, one period one and three, but Brinus was just so dominant in the second period were, that it was enough to carry them to the win. They were a bit of lucky with the bounces as well. They got um, the Niklas Donelson goal uh, late in the first. They kind of, I think, if, if Ferlunda had gone into the first intermission 2 nothing up, yeah. I, I don't think we'd, we'd, we would have, would have seen such a turnaround um, because you could kind of tell that Brinus got... A momentum boost out of that goal um and well here we are three points to 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 brinas yeah and um probably the heavyweight match of the day i would say we're was, gonna say uh, goodbye now yes one of our co-workers andrea favini is leaving as we affectionately call him eni goodbye eni i know it's, it's raining. raining it's terrible the rain has arrived <laughs> enjoy poor, your evening the poor italian fellow just left but Bye, uh, yeah, the. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, kind of the the heavyweight game of the day was uh, the Lakers taking on Faryastad, which did not disappoint at all. It ended up being a four three victory for Faryastad in the shootout. The Lakers jumped ahead to a two nothing lead in the first period. Faryastad chipped away at that one goal in the second, two in the third, one goal for uh, the Lakers in the third as well, and then Faryastad with the big comeback win, uh, winning it in the shootout. Uh, it's a big win for Faryastad. Obviously, we'll, we've talked about them at length already uh, during the preseason here that they're 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 putting the band back together, and this is the great. I mean, it's the start they really needed, to be honest, to to kind of get those weights off the shoulders. And uh, beating the beating Vekwa, in Vekwa is always. I think this is uh, something to build off of, obviously. And uh, yeah, I, I I like their win. Really yeah, do. and uh, speaking of shots on goal, the Can fact. Can you tell me who was in net for Faryastad? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Um, hold on, let me take a look here. Uh, but uh, speaking speaking of shots on goal, um, the Lakers had 44 shots on net in the game total. They had 15 in the first, 17 in the second, and 11 in the third. They went all three periods with at least 10 shots on net, which is absolutely insane. And it also speaks to uh who was it in Henrik Haukeland. it was Haukeland, yeah and so he obviously put forth a great performance between the pipes for Faryastad turning away uh 41 out of the 44 shots faced yeah um it also kind of tells you where Vekwa is at and uh what's the next team they'll they'll be facing they do face off against Oh, Erbro, that could be a, a dream game uh, come true. Uh, Erbro will pro- probably pay the price here. <laughs> They're going to get shell-shocked, but we're getting to Erbro in a minute here. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but, it's a solid win. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Veko, of course, picks up that one uh, that one point with the shootout loss. So uh, they're, on, they're on the board. Um, and then the final afternoon game of the day was, you know what? It, I don't like calling them basement dwellers yet. Nope. But compared to, uh, you know, how they performed last season, Oscar Sham, and of course Tim Rob being uh, back in the league um, after missing last season. 
um, or after missing the last two seasons, I guess. Uh, it was Oscar Sham and Tim Rowe facing off, and it was another high-scoring, close game. But Oscar Sham coming away with the uh, the five-four win, and this was also uh, a come-from-behind victory. It really was. Bye, bye, Yuan. Bye. Um, oh, sorry. Tim Rowe went up two nothing in the in the span of fifty seconds, uh, scoring the second goal two thirty into the first frame. So uh, you kind of thought it would end up uh, differently, but actually, we're gonna get to Tyratty in a minute. But he scored one of the first two goals there. Um, this game had three two uh, three two goal scores, hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Tyreddy scored twice, uh, Patrick Hall, Christ scored twice, and also Thomas Zohorna uh, scored twice. So yeah, it was they were up to nothing after two thirty, uh, but it got uh, tied in before the end of the first period, and then uh, Oscar Sam kind of sorry floated away with another two goals in the first eight minutes of the second period through Zohorna and Carl Christ again. So Horna's brother Hunik had two assists, and Thomas Sorna had two goals and one assist in the night. And Tom, uh, Patrick Kaltkis also had two goals and one assist. So great start for their their signings there in Oscarsham with uh, the Zohorna brothers obviously coming in from abroad, and Kaltkis joining from Modo. Pretty uh, cool. Son scored the fifth goal for for uh, Oscarsham before he tiredy. Made it a one goal game in the last frame. Um, I didn't watch this game at all. Well, I saw some highlights, but um, I think this. We were talking about <clears throat> Team Rook kind of wanting that good start, that cliche good start, and losing a two goal lead to a, what we are thinking might be their bottom feeder mm-hmm. opponent in the battle for relegation, or sorry, survival. <clears throat> Uh, it's not good, obviously. Yeah, uh, Oscar Sham also obviously has a lot to prove coming into this they season. Do. I mean, they got their golden ticket with COVID um, <laughs> uh, two seasons ago. Um, they just scraped by uh, avoiding relegation or the relegation play last year, um, finishing outside the postseason, of course. And so they've been in the SHL for two seasons, and they've had two seasons in, in the basement in the SHL. And so obviously they've got a lot to play for. They, they, they kind of want to prove themselves. They want to potentially push for a, a playoff berth this season even if it's finishing you know ninth or tenth um and and so i think oscar Shum has a lot to play for and um you know what they uh they, they put it out there all on the ice uh, speaking again about shots on target they had 34 shots on target 17 of which came in the first period alone yeah and so they came out hard and fast in the first frame they didn't let the fact that they went down two to nothing early on uh, you know, get them down, and it's a good come from behind win, and um, you know they they, they got to be feeling pretty good about themselves after after the victory today. For sure, for sure. And you, like you said, it is probably one of the easier teams they will play, but at the same time, it's the first game of the season. You know, there's still some rust you need to shake off. So three important points. Absolutely, those are huge points for uh, for Oscar Sham. Let's recap because just so we everyone, if we have a new listener, especially from North America or outside, we do have a three point system in the SHL: three points for a regulation uh, win and two points to the winner if you uh, win in overtime or on shootout, and there is the bonus point for the loser. Which I think, honestly, the NHL is falling behind. I think they should adopt the three yeah, point because I, completely agree. I think every other well. All the European leagues operate on the three-point system. And uh, I, the KHL? I'm not, I don't I think, think they do. You don't? Oh, okay. uh, I'm not sure. I, yeah, I can't be positive. But it, I feel like it's a better indicator of actual, not necessarily talent, but it's a better indication of, you know, standings um, when, you, when you have, uh, you know, the full three-point victory yeah. in regulation. Because, I mean, there's really no benefit 
for a team that goes to overtime and or for for winning in regulation <coughs> in the NHL. Exactly, I They're, completely agree. So yeah, it's uh, it, I, I like the the three point system. Me too. But uh, let's move on to the evening games. Uh, you, I believe, were covering Malmo Lexan and your Gordon left to you. I was, yeah. How were those games? Really good. They were really good, man. All right, let's start Lexan Malmo. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, my uh, there's the air is kind of dry in here. I'm sorry. Um, I don't have COVID. Um, yeah, the the, the funny thing was we had a two-two tie after the first period. Um, Malmo went ahead after. Memo went ahead twice in the first period, and Lexan actually tied it up within the minute's play both times. So it, at 9.31, uh, Malmo went ahead, uh, broke the ice, and at 9.50, Lexan tied it, and then at 13.09, uh, Malmo went ahead again before Lexan tied it at 14 minutes played. Uh, worth uh, of notice here is that Isak Rosian scored his first ever SHL goal hmm. when tying it uh, to 1-1 in the first period. And he actually was damn close to getting another one in the game. Uh, he was completely alone in the slot in the third period, but he's, I think he's, I think he actually went for a slap shot, which was really weird. But uh, yeah, he, he missed it anyway. Um, keep an eye on him. He, I think he's bound for a good season. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Patrick um, Westerholm scored twice. i got to say, Carter Ashton, former first-rounder, was he? I believe so, yeah. I think he was like top. I think he was 12th or 13th, Carter Ashton, yeah. But anyways, obviously this is um, a good start for Malmo, especially playing against... Uh, yeah, it is pouring rain outside. Yeah, is, yeah. But um, especially playing against uh, Alexan team, who has had uh, a few warm-up games in the CHL, who were coming in probably a little bit more warm than Malmo. And obviously the Red Hawks um, didn't have the best season last year and uh, are off to a good start now with uh, the full three points against Lexan. And um, yeah, like you said, uh, it uh, Isaac Rosin. One, yes. One to keep an eye on. Uh, the game winner scored by Adam Olal Smatson, who I believe is bound for a great season with Malmö. The the length or tall defender, he had a he's, he scored a game winner like I said. He had one goal last season, scored on March 29th against Lexand in Lexand, which is pretty cool. Well, there you go. So uh, he's <laughs> he kind of likes it up there he said uh, post game. So yeah, good for him and good for Malmö. Um they went through hell last season, obviously with a poor start. The founder groove and they've showed confidence in their coach uh Joachim Fagervall and uh yeah excellent looking good and uh hello to you Gordon and um I guess the big off ice story of this is Barry Smith's first uh uh first game behind the bench for your Gordon yeah first game behind the bench since 2015 or something like because he's been an advisor for the Blackhawks yeah. he hasn't been a coach also a uh, side story is that Robert Olson Coach of Cholefteo, uh, coached Euro Gordon for five years and uh, before leaving the club last season. And his first game in the SHL for another club was against Euro Gordon. Um, I gotta say, um, based on the first period, I I was a bit surprised given what we've seen uh, a team like a team coached by Robert Olson play before, because I think. The la- well, you're gonna last season kind of went into a shell quite a few times. Kuleftio didn't at all, and the pre-game talk, also the mid-game talk, and also post-game talk was that the idea of Kuleftio is to be a versatile team, a very uh, fast team, if you will. Um, 
and they really showed it. Um, the score in the first period didn't really really reflect the game on the ice because it was tilting back and forth. And then Kolev just scored three times in the span of two minutes, 41 seconds in the middle of the first period to kind of, well, knock the air out of you, Gordon, for a while. Yeah, and I mean, we mentioned it on the last couple episodes. Kolev is going to be a scary team this year. They are. The, the offseason acquisitions, acquisitions, I mean, they've made a lot of good offseason acquisitions acquisitions obviously but they've also lost a lot of guys in the offseason like uh andreas swingerly jesper Frodin, um although they will come back jonathan putis but yes um the offseason acquisitions if they can get them playing and get them chemistry get the chemistry working between those new guys because they've got a whole lot of shl rookies i'm on gonna mention squad. a few yeah go ahead because they, it's 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 nuts they have nhl nhl and ahl experience coming and out the wazoo. experience as well yeah so uh, Stefan Leubel, the German signing from the the DEH, DEL, I think he played with Adler Mannheim, I'm sure. Yeah, he did. He did, okay. Who do, who doesn't play for Adler Mannheim? Um, scored the, the, the opening goal. The first German to score a goal for Kolefjö. Really? Yes. Um, Ever? Because, yes. Uh, well, at least in the SHL. Uh, because they are having, they they got two Germans. The other one being Tom Kunakel, who's obviously also American. Uh, to be fair, but I think I mean, he would probably identify as American. I more think than so, German. yeah. But he had a German dad, I believe. Yeah. So uh, also playing in the NHL. Uh, Kunakel had two assists. No, one assist. Sorry. Uh, and uh, Stefan Leubel had one goal. What's interesting is that both the first and the second goal. Uh, on the first goal, Michael Kapla had uh, hit the crossbar, I believe, and Kolefjö collected the puck and found Loibel, who scored. On the second goal, uh, I don't think it was Kapla, another defender, I think. Grand, it might have been Petty Granberg, I'm not sure. Hit the post, <laughs> Kolefjö collected, and uh, Melko Carlson uh, swamped in a, a rebound. Oscar Müller kind of, yeah, that puck danced on that line, but it, it, it was a goal. Um there and then, Kolefjö looked really, really good. Then they went into a shell a bit, uh, not by their own mistake. I think Jurgården kind of found their groove sporadically in the second period. And in the third, Kolefjö kind of bounced back again. So, yeah, it was, they were really good. Michael Kapla had an assist. Jonathan Pudas, like you mentioned, uh, had an assist as well. Jo- uh, Jonathan Jonsson, who played with Kolefjö last season, yeah, he did. Uh, he looked really good. He broke through a couple of times on his own, created chances on his own, had an assist. Um, yeah, they looked good, man. Jurgården, um, they got their fair share of work to do on the in the D zone. Um, the defensive coach Michael Aro coming over from Kolefjö. Um Well, yeah. So yeah, I, th- I don't think the score reflects what we can expect from Jurgården. It might expect. Uh, reflect what we can expect from Kolefjö. Well, one of the things that was really missing from the first half of Kolefjö seasons last year was scoring from their top guys, Joachim Lindstrom and Oscar Moller. Yes. Um, they really struggled for whatever reason to put pucks in the net last uh, in the first half of last season. To be fair, they had a great second <clears throat> half of the season yes, and ended up, uh, ended up both with, I think, mid-30 in the points, points yeah. uh, total. Um but if you can get guys like Lidstrom and Moeller, you know, the veterans for the, and the leaders for Haleftiu, putting up points at the same time as, you know, the new superstars, Haleftiu is going to be an absolutely devastatingly dangerous team this season. And it's going to be really interesting to see how well they do because I, I think they're I think they're going to dominate the league if they can if they can really get 
their team clicking, get those new guys working together well, it's it's going to be a scary lineup for a lefty. Yes, and I want us. <clears throat> I, I can praise a couple of more players here before we move on because Adam Mascherin or I don't Mascherin Mascherin yeah. They said masquerine on the broadcast, which was really weird. Hmm. Anyway, he looked. Oh my god! When he when he, you saw flashes of what he can do. He didn't have the complete game yet, but obviously playing. I think this is his first outing on the big rink. Yeah, so, you gotta you gotta give him a little bit. Yes, of, uh, and we're gonna an get to that. Period. We're gonna get to that a lot during this season because we've been talking both you and I over the past few years of North American players coming over, or play, players coming over from North America rather, and I mean. When this guy finds his groove, he's going to be good. Really good. How did Jace Harlock look? Decent. Yeah. But he only had one practice with the team before playing. Yeah, he only got to Sweden this past week, I believe. So yes. he could also still be a little bit yes. jet-lagged. Jace Harlock, <laughs> Adam Mascherin, Stefan Leubel, to be fair, but he played on the big rink before. Uh, Tom Kuhnhackel, add just adding to Joachim Lindstrom, Oscar Müller, Melko Kossum. <laughs> Jonathan Pudas obviously coming back, so yeah, he's uh, not a new guy, but he's renewed with the team. Yeah, it's a scary team, man. Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting and, to see how and well they And Gustav Lindvall was phenomenal in it. Yeah, it was really really good. You can't really say that about Niklas Fedberg. Sorry, he had, he let in four goals in in the first nine shots. Yeah, uh, bit of a rough start. Bit of a rough start, and there's a rumor going around that Mantas Armalis is exactly fully healthy, although he was on the bench. So I'm not. Don't take my word for it, but if they can't find their play in the D zone, and if they're down on to like a goalie and a half, that spells trouble. Yeah, for you, Gordon. Yeah, for sure. And you're going are facing lean jumping next. Uh, I don't. I believe, and then, they, then they've got Brinas, so they need to find their find their game quickly. And then speaking of lean jumping, yes. they were taking on Lulio, visiting the SHL's northernmost team, and. <laughs> They looked fairly decent through the first two periods, and then the wheels fell off in the third. I think this... Uh, it would be unfair to say that this can be expected, but because you don't... You never expect a team to, you know, lose their wheels. But given where the lean shopping is, we I don't expect them to be higher than 10th, 11th, maybe. We are doing the prediction. We're not doing it today. Mm-hmm. We're doing it next episode. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. But where they are right now, playing a team like Lulio that evenly for that much of time, I think that's a pretty decent thing. I didn't. I haven't looked at all the goals yet, so I, I don't want to say too much. But it's a rough season opening for a team playing on their new coach, man. It is. And I, I mean, just looking at the kind of the score summary, um, Luleo scored and then Lynch Open would score quickly. It was three minutes between their Luleo's goal uh, in the first and Lynch Hoping's goal in the first. Second period, it was less than... Actually, it was 61 seconds after Luleo retook the lead that Lynch Hoping tied it back up. And so I think there's something there to... Uh, to, to, to show Lin Shoping's resilience is they come back and, you know, the old saying goes, the most important shift is the one after a goal. Yes. And I think Lin Shoping obviously put together a solid 40 minutes of play, but the third period was all Luleo, three unanswered goals, and finishing with the 5-2 win for Luleo. And I'm not defending the loss in any way, but Luleo is a machine. They wear you down. They wear pretty much any team down on a good day, and they had a decent day while Lin Shoping didn't have the best of ending of days so 
um, it's a ba I think this is a balanced result, if, if that makes sense. Um, on the plus side, Arvid Kostmar scored for Linköping. He's, I think he's 19, turning 20. Vilmos Gallo scored the opening goal. I know, for Ludo. Yeah. Uh, having been raised in Linköping. Uh, but Donald Jungmann also, he's still a junior player. He scored for Linköping, which is awesome. Born in 2002, which makes me feel a bit older today. Well, you are old. You Fuck got a, you, look Dave. at this gray in your I know, beard. it's really cool. I'm like, oh, you got the salt and pepper beard. I know. I'm, I'm really <laughs> handsome today. Uh, no, but I mean, yeah. Um, Lean Champion needs to. I don't. I think this was probably the most expected result of the day, perhaps. Yes, I would say so. Yes, I would say so. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think. Well, I don't think anybody expected Lin Shoping to necessarily not win, but certainly not, you know, blow out Luleo. No. And Luleo, obviously, like you said, they're a machine. There's just something about their system that makes them one of, if not the hardest team to play against in the league season after season. Yes. And Moving on. Yes, and the final game of the day was the day game I was covering, which turned out to be a fantastic game. It was uh, Arebro hosting Rogla, um, both of which had, I believe, their best SHL season ever uh, last season. Arebro finishing, uh, well, getting eliminated in the semifinals, and then Rogla, of course, uh, losing in the finals to the Lakers. Um, and so this was this was a good matchup. It were it was. Uh, it was a good hockey game. Uh, Rogla kind of jumped out and definitely looked like the better team at the start of the game. Uh, they scored a couple of goals, quick goals in the first period to go up two to nothing. But then Christian Akava, um, with an absolute blast from the line, was able to pull them back within one. But that um, was a wrist shot, wasn't it? I think he held in the slap and just made it a wrist shot. It was like, more like a snapshot. Yeah, snapshot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, and it was just perfect far side corner. Um, I mean, Christopher Ryfalk had no chance to make the save. He was a good, good screen provided out front. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Ryfalk, had a fantastic game. He made a number of highlight reel saves. Um, that was really the only reason Rogla was able to come away with the regulation victory. Um, Arebro also had a goal disallowed in the third period because of a high stick. It actually was a double high stick from Arebro players. What? It was a shot from the line that got deflected in the slot and then deflected in front of the net, both of which were high sticks. Really? Which is, I don't think I've ever seen a double no. deflection high stick, no. a double high stick deflection before. Jesus. Um, and so heard. that one got disallowed. Rogla also uh, went up 3-1 to one in the second period, I should mention, with an absolutely beautiful passing play. It was basically in the slot on Rogla's end into the back of the net within three seconds. Wow. It was an outlet pass to the far blue line, uh, fed to Tambellini, and then Tambellini fed Brithin, Ted Brithin. Cross-ice pass. Uh, Jonas Enroth looked, unfortunately, yeah, like he got stuck. He had his... a bit of a, a toe pick on yeah. his skate that didn't allow him to push off to try and make the save, but it was an absolutely spectacular passing play. Um, if you want to check it out, head on over to shl.se and go to the video uh, section of the uh, Arevo Rogla game because it is an absolutely textbook tic-tac-toe goal that spans basically almost the entire length of the ice. We should mention that, that each and every highlight reel uh, can be viewed worldwide on, S on the SHL website. Uh, just click the game you want and find the video. Yeah, exactly. That's the easiest way. Um, but yeah, all in all, it was a great game. Uh, Arebro had a lot of really good uh, sustained pressure uh, with the net empty in the dying, in the dying minutes of the game. Um, Christopher Reifalk, like I said, making a couple of absolutely crucial saves. 
Um, and it, all in all, it was a very evenly matched game. Both these teams looked fairly good. Obviously, being the first game of the season, there was a you know there was a bit of you know, a few mistakes, a little bit of rust, but uh, yeah. All in all, very entertaining hockey game and both teams looking looking decent. I just want to go back to the Ludio game for one thing. Konstantin Komarik had two goals and two assists. Hmm. And also this was the 10th season uh, premiere game that Ludio won uh, straight. Wow. Which is that's crazy. Cool. A yeah. decade of wins. Yes, to start the season. That's really, really cool. I should also mention, um, uh, after that goal was disallowed, Arebro did bring it back within one, but they did end up losing 3-2. However, both goals for Arebro were scored by Christian Nakava. Yeah. Who played me in Linköping before? Anywho, I'm not bad. Um... I think that does it for their game recap kind of thing. Yeah, we were just going to have a quick quick episode today to recap the, the game days. And then, of course, um, unlike last season that was absolutely all over the place as far as schedule is concerned, the SHL is kind of returning to a Thursday and Saturday game day format. Um, and so, yeah, the, uh, the next game day is uh, coming up on Thursday. Thursday, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we have a full slate of games going on. Yeah, I think we're... Um, so let's see, we've that. got Haleftiu taking on for Lunda, which should be a good game. Yes. Uh, Lexan and Rogla, Lakers and Arebro, Brinus and Timro, Lynn Shoping, Jurgården, Oskarsham, Malmo. And so a pretty decent slate of games coming up on Thursday evening. Yes, and we will be back maybe Wednesday or something. Yeah. And then we'll try to do two episodes a week going forward yeah and we're we're, we're lining up some interviews uh, moving forward as well so um the, you won't have to listen to just us talk no you can uh we'll, we'll get some players on um we've we've got a couple players that are uh fairly enthusiastic to to come on the podcast yeah, we, we so. got some some guys confirmed um but i've been talking quite a lot to them so i don't want to disturb them right now yeah, it's uh, fine. Uh, they got we lots are of time. we're having uh, we're gonna have a couple of goalies on later on in the in, in the season, um, and we're gonna have at least one hockey reporter on. I I'll check if she's available this coming week. That'll be cool. Yes. Um, and I actually yeah. made a, a pretty good networking contact last week. Um, who might be able to hook us up with some NHL that players? That is true. That is true. So uh, yeah, make sure to stay tuned, guys. Um, and yeah, hey, hockey's back! Woohoo! Yeah, this was a great night, man. It, was, <laughs> it really yeah, was. It was a lot of fun. So, um, but of course, before we go, we got to shout out our patreons. I had them. I you had, had them on your computer, and you turned it off. Yes, I know. I did something. I went to Elite Prospects. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. It's Adam Novak anyway, uh, Darlene and Tom, and uh, Lucas. I believe is still patron. If not, I'll. He is. Uh, I saw him on there earlier. That's good. Good for him. Um, no, I don't. I still like Lucas. I miss him here. He should be here working with us, but he's not. That's not the right thing. Uh, if you have any questions or anything, just hook us up on Twitter or, yeah, that's probably the easiest way. Uh, shoot us some questions. It might not have to be with has, has to have to do anything with hockey. You can talk about Dave's cats if you will. If you want to ask us some personal questions, I do have two cats. Yes, asparagus and pepper. And for those English speakers out there, spatis is Swedish for asparagus. Yes. So asparagus and pepper. That's good combination. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so Adam Novik, Darlene, and Tom, Linus, Andreas, Tobias, Anton, and Lucas, and also thank you to Eric who's provided me with a microphone I'm not using today. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening, guys. Um, and yeah, like we mentioned, um, if you hear anything that we're talking about is in, in, in relation to particular games and you want to check it out, go to the SHL website, shl.se. It can be accessed from anywhere on the planet. Uh, there's always highlights being uploaded. Probably uploaded. from space as well. 
Actually, yeah, maybe we should get like an astronaut in the ISS on. That'd, That'd be, be cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, head on over to shl.se to uh, check out all the highlights, uh, videos, and game day summaries. But other than that, hope everybody is healthy and happy. And of course, as always, stay safe, wash your hands, and... Use an umbrella when it rains. Yeah. I also support your local business. Not what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks very much for listening, guys. Have a great one.